raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And good afternoon and welcome to Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby. Today is Thursday, December the 7th. Uh, December the 7th, uh, today is the deadline for uh, enrollment uh, for Medicare. So make sure that you get everything done by the 7th. It's also December 7th, the day that we'll live in uh, infamy, uh, Pearl Harbor Day. Um, a little more warmth and a bit of sunshine is on tap for today. Um so it's going to be a great day. It should be quite a good day, actually. It's just going to be quite the improvement. Quite, quite, quite the improvement over the last couple of days, which have been kind of cloudy and, you know, it takes a little bit more to get your motor running. But we got our motor running now. So um, on the show today, if you are confused like I was at first or simply wanted to talk more about this new uh, NBA National Basketball Association, professional basketball, uh, in-season tournament, well, you are in luck. Uh, Danny Bridges, our sports guy with the Indianapolis Recorder, is going to join us uh, to talk more about that. Uh, we'll talk about the Colts, uh, the college football playoffs, which were determined and a lot of folks, as always, each and every year, and I'll talk to Danny about that as well. There's there's just no uh, happy medium, I don't think, uh, short of expanding. But, again, we'll talk to Danny uh, Bridges about that, and, and you can weigh in on it if you want as well. But, anyway, uh, Danny's going to be here to talk the in-season uh, tournament, um, the Colts uh, in Cincinnati, uh, and the um, the college football playoffs, and a whole lot more. So uh, that's going to be um, in our second hour. Also, it has become one of the most popular uh, seasonal mainstays around. So enduring. It's the annual citywide Christmas musical. Uh, it's coming up this Sunday at Mount Carmel Church. And uh, we are proud to say that AM 1310 uh, is a proud sponsor of that event. Uh, who's going to be joining us? Well, the host, um, participants, including our very own Lamar Campbell, uh, and more are going to be in to uh, to share with us. So we're going to, you know, we're going to enjoy that as well. So all of that is coming up in our second hour. Danny Bridges uh, and Lamar uh, and more. Lamar and friends. I'll say Lamar and friends. How's that? Uh, we'll be here in our second hour. Right now in our first hour, uh, the lines are open, 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. Thank you, thank you, thank you so very much, Sky, um, 
uh, Sky did a huge favor for me just a few moments ago. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 317-239-1310. Lines are open for a bit. Uh, we can talk before our guests arrive. Um, um, as we were saying, um, as I was saying earlier, I guess I want to... Um, I want to make clear, uh, well, not clear, but just, uh, you know, just to kind of go back over um, something that was uh, that we talked about on the show yesterday. As you know, yesterday was Wednesday and our contributing analyst, uh, James Patterson, was in with us as well. And we, we had a lot of a lot of topics uh, that we, we went through. And one of the callers, it may have been Jeff. I'm, I'm trying to remember. James would remember better than I. But anyway, someone called and asked me what I thought. Um, about Donald Trump's uh, comments the night before, Tuesday night, uh, that he made on a Fox News uh, town hall meeting hosted by uh, Sean Hannity. And I, I said, oh, I'm so tired. I said, if Donald Trump did, you know, whatever, everybody's going to jump all over it. And, and, you know, I said, I think that there's just too much coverage of Donald Trump. But I did also say, but I do understand uh, why they were covering his remarks. I just am tired of every time Donald Trump says something, um, the world blows up and um, our news uh, cycle blows up because he's said something, another outrageous thing. Um, but I want to make clear that, um, and I said it, but I, you know, I, I guess I want to underscore it. What he said, um, just like anything else he says, but what he said was very, very, very serious. Um, uh, the, he, okay, the, the, okay, what he did say, what he did say that, and I'm going to summarize it, that if, elected to the presidency again, that he would be a dictator for only on day one. He said only on day one, he would be a dictator. Now, uh, he, he summarized his answer because earlier in that conversation, he was asked by Sean Hannity, uh, to assure Americans that if elected, he would in no way abuse the office of the presidency for retribution. Hannity was throwing him a softball saying, you know, Hey, make it, you know, for the, for the record, you in no way would abuse the office of the presidency, uh, for retribution to retaliate and to go after your enemies and, and throw them in jail. Like dictators do, uh, Trump didn't directly answer that that point uh but somehow he got around uh to the to the point that he made that everybody is is making a big deal about that being that um uh no not, well it, i would only be a, you know people are saying i'm a dictator or whatever i would only be a dictator it would only be on day one he said i would be a dictator only on day one now i will tell you uh that Yes, I was tired of hearing all of his crazy, and that was another crazy. But there is some significance to that uh, because he is very well known for saying exactly what he'll do. Uh, and when given the opportunity, he does it. It's, it's like hiding in plain sight. He doesn't he doesn't mask or disguise anything if if he is elected president again, he has stated, and will no doubt do everything in his power to become a dictator. And, um, you know, that's what he said he would do. So we have no reason not to believe that he's going to try to be a dictator if he is reelected to the office of the presidency. The other part of that is that he is a notorious professional liar. 
so that when he said he would be a dictator only on day one, he said only on day one, that was cause for concern as well. Because as I just said, he is a notorious liar. Um, and if he can be a dictator on day one, he will be a dictator until, uh, you know, until he takes his last breath. He, you know, he would never plan to leave the office or whatever. So this is this is some pretty serious stuff uh, that he's putting out there. Uh, that he is in no way, shape, or form hiding behind. He's not ashamed of it. Um, and, you know, as far as what I think, I think it's, it, it is frightening. Uh, it is cause for concern. Um, but it's more, but I guess maybe what I was saying was, but it's not new. Maybe that's what I should have said. It wasn't new. Not that I, you know, it's not new. This man has been saying and doing these things forever. And yet America or a certain group of Americans just can't seem to get enough of it and want more. Please, may I have another? Uh, so that maybe I should have said is that, you know, what what is new. But that's not, but the fact that he's coming right out and saying it, like he comes right out and says everything and anything that he does um, is cause for concern. And so, you know, probably one of the uh, prime examples of wh who all is talking about this and why this, uh, this one registered a little bit more than others. And again, I think it was, if you're listening, I think it was you, Jeff, that asked. And may it might have also been that we had so many other things that we were getting to that I didn't, um, you know, I didn't camp out there. But um, I try not to give too much air to that one, uh, but this one, I get it. I, I get what, uh, and I probably should have said that a little more. I got it yesterday. That's why I said I do understand why it's um, why it's big news, but uh, the fatigue and the exhaustion of everything, everything, everything uh, being him is, is real, is absolutely real. So anyway, um, I, I found an interesting take uh, online, and I found an interesting reaction, which shows the hypocrisy of uh, Americans in so many ways. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know if you all are familiar or not, but um, uh, Char uh, former NBA great, uh, round mound of rebound, Charles Barkley, King Sir Charles, Sir Charles. He and um, uh, newscaster, CBS, former CBS newscaster, Gail King, host a show. Um, on CNN uh, called King Charles. And uh, this was a topic of discussion on their show uh, last night. So, Sky, if we have... Oh, Sky is nodding. Okay. Uh, let, let's listen to what Sir Charles uh, had to say. When you hear Trump speak like that, do you take it seriously, literally, figuratively? When you hear Trump speak like that, do you take it seriously, literally, figuratively? Do you see Ken and somebody who speaks in a way that regular people can identify no, I, with. I, the thing that concerns me about him, if he were to win again, I think he would spend the next four years just trying to pay back people who've said or did anything to him. And it would I, all be about retribution. It would all be yeah. about retribution. And, you know, we got people out here who need money for their bills. Mm -hmm. They need, you know, food and things like that. So... It, I don't care who the president is. You're supposed to take care of the people. It ain't about retribution. It ain't about what people said about you in the last couple years. And that's one of the reasons I, I, I'm not a big Trump fan. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just not. Because like I say, 
It's the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. It ain't for no small little group of, of nutty people. It's everybody. I don't care if, you know, because, you know, me and you are independent. Mm -hmm. And I don't have anything against Republicans. I don't have anything against Democrats. His supporters well, would object to you calling them nutty people, though. Well, I only call them that because they are. Well, <laughs> uh, they're crazy. They're like your drunk friend. Like, once your friend's drunk, there's nothing you can say to him. Like, can you imagine? Let me ask you this question. You ever seen the movie A Time to Kill? Yes, I have, actually. Yeah. And when a guy Christian, says, yes. can you imagine if President Obama was acting like this dude been acting? But they'd be like, this dude cannot be president. Yeah. You, he's not even presidential. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're supposed, like, even George Bush uh, uh, Sr., Jr., excuse me, even though you might, I might not agree with his policy, policy. but he acted like a president. Like, you're supposed to be like, Superior. I know, you're but you're, lead, for, you're the leader of the most important place in the world. You're supposed to carry yourself a certain way. Yeah. Now, a <laughs> couple of things at play here, uh, because there are a lot of folks that are like, "Who's Charles Barkley?" I mean, what? You know, Charles has always got something to say about something, and um, you know, he's about as outspoken as as forty five can be, and, and he can be as uh, you know as edgy and controversial if you want. But he, Charles has a show, uh, and so uh, therefore it is. But he has been taken to task. Uh, for his terminology in calling Trump supporters nutty people. Uh, he has been taken to task on social media for uh, using the analogy that uh, Trump supporters are like your drunk friend. Um, and he has been taken to task for saying the word uh, that they are crazy. Now, again, that's what he gets paid for. He gets paid for his opinion. He gets paid for his takes on things, which, again, no doubt is the reason that he has a show. But I, I don't know. I kind of, in all of what, you know, that Charles is saying, Charles Barkley is saying, um, of course there there's a lot of truth. And nutty in the sense that, not nothing, uh, not not too many things of what they say, do, and believe really uh, sync up uh, with uh, traditional or, or everyday thoughts and belief. Um, like your drunk friend, in the sense that there's a closed-mindedness, um, almost um, cult-like following of sorts uh, that that you get with those who are the most the most fervent uh, supporters. But one of the things that um, that I was I was really, really taken in. There was a a, a, a contributor. I can't remember his name. I think it's Eamon uh, on Morning Joe this morning, and he was was it him? He was talking about how it's you, you, we we. And I I've said this in another way, but yeah, you have to understand what it is that um, forty five is tapping into, and why he has been so successful in tapping into it, even though we all know it's smoke and mirrors and self-serving. But there are people in this country who feel like they have not gotten a fair shot, uh, that America has not worked for them like it has for others. And the fact that he has tapped into that sentiment, uh, that he has tapped into that energy, even, even though it's bogus, and again, self-serving, it has done it has done him well, and so yeah, we can call names and 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 uh, I guess describe um, 
followers and 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 give it all a, a a name but we if we don't start understanding what it is and finding some kind of energy if you will i think he was talking about movement he said that the the trump folks and the the, the maga is a movement and right now there's no particular on the other side of that movement uh to counter that or to to new, not only counter it but to uh to dispel it uh, so I thought that was I've never heard that that mind that thought before that process that we need a movement just like MAGA is a movement. Um, now, whether or not uh, we should be concerned uh, uh, if 45 have, manages to get another term in office, beat Joe Biden and get another term in office, I think we should be very, very, very concerned Um and the reason that we should be concerned is because he did it in the first place. And people were dismissive and, and laughing it off and like, no way, no, no way, man. He's a reality TV star and, um, you know, Hollywood, blah, blah, blah. There's, there's just no way that that can happen. Guess what? There is a way it could happen, and it did happen. And I think what we need to remember is if it could happen once, why couldn't it happen again? Why couldn't it happen again? Now... Um, I, people talk about the polls. Okay. The polls are almost a year out. Uh, and I don't know how much I pay attention to. I do believe that he is leading, uh, all other Republicans. I do believe that. Um, I have a hard time, uh, reconciling how a poll shows that, uh, you know, overall head to head matchup. Uh, that he would be uh, beating Joe Biden, but be that as it may, whether you can whether you can recognize it, whether you can, you know, come to terms with it, or 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 whatever, uh, the possibility lies there. The possibility is very much there. So, I guess, in short, when you have even performer professional basketball players who have a uh, who have a talk show that known for their opinion and have a talk show, when you have people like that. Um, warning that this this person is not joking. He's not playing. And then you have people like those who uh, have no no problem whatsoever saying, I don't like either one of them, so I'm not going to vote. Well, that means that that's a vote for the bad the the, the bad side of what uh, where this this person wants to take democracy. That's a vote for a self proclaimed proclaimed dictator. So I don't know if America has ever had a presidential candidate that says, I want to be a dictator, and then get a full round of applause as a result of that. We're, it's, it's kind of scary. If there are Americans who are longing for dictatorship, you have no clue. You do not have a clue what a dictatorship entails. And yet and still, because he said it, and you want to believe it, and you think it's so, you're going to, you know, these folks are going to give a round of applause for somebody that says, I want to be a dictator. Okay. That's the danger. And uh, that's um, that's why all of this. So if we're wondering, and again, the, the lines are open, uh, 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. Um, the lines are open for that. Um the other thing that I I have to say, I just walked out of the room when the coverage started. Another mass shooting 
um, across America. Uh, this one, University of Nevada, Las Vegas, um, a disgruntled uh, person who wanted to, uh, who apparently, from the latest news reports, apparently applied for a job as a professor. Sixty-seven-year-old man applied for a job as a professor was not did not get it, and so he came back and decided to take some folks with him. Uh, he was, you know, killed uh, by police, uh, and um, so that's. You know, in in a lot of ways, that's Trump's America too. You know that that's that's Donald Trump's America too, in so many ways, and and it can be broken down and and proven. Um, it's uh, I I the reason I had to walk out because I didn't want to hear what was the motive, who was it, you know, where is he from, was it? We've got to stop it. The, it not all of those things are they ring hollow. Uh, to me when I hear uh, the, the template for coverage of those things. So anyway, uh, 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. Uh, Mike, go ahead. How are you? Yeah, so this whole dictatorship. So Trump just says things just to get people riled up. There's no way that America would have a dictatorship, right? No, there is a way. What do you, what do you mean there's no way? There's no way that the people will allow that. How? How? Because, I mean, you could overthrow the government, like coups and everything else. Uh, you know... Hey, um, I'm just saying, there's, there's, there's checks and balances in place for this. It's not like he can go in and change the rules and say, I'm going to be president until whenever. There's rules and regulations and shit like... You know, okay, did January 6th mean that. anything to you? You know how close we came? to having just that on January 6th, and, and people said that couldn't have happened? Well, January 6th is something that, that that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to fight back at the government. Like that? The government, that was, because the no. country does not belong to the government. The country belongs to the people. So, you know, anything you don't like, you're just supposed to take a brick and a gun and, a, and, and whatever and, and gas to it and just, just blow it up? I mean, we're a police country. You see it happening all the time with police. Yeah, but so, we're not we're not a third. You know, no, no. So, you so Jan, you're saying January 6th was supposed to happen. That's the way American democracy works, January 6th. That's supposed to happen. You're, you're supposed to stand up. So the American people are supposed to stand up. But was right. January 6th the, the correct the thing? The standing, up and standing up and trying to overthrow the government are two different things. Standing up and what happened on January 6th are two completely different things. Two different things. But listen, I'm going to tell you why people are so in love with Trump. Is because he's not a politician. He's a patriot. And that's what <laughs> I believe America needs is a patriot, not a politician. Because, because if you look at the history of politicians, politicians can get bought. And they, they are for a big company, big pharma, things like that. They go behind closed doors with these big companies. And now those companies are making the laws. They are not. Those are politicians. Yeah. But if you have a patriot in office... Which patriots, patriots, patriots love God and country. Uh, you think Trump loves God and country ahead of Trump? You think Absolutely. so? I, I believe Trump does. Well, that's your belief, believe, but uh, the the with ninety one indictments, ninety proof is you're right. I do agree with you there. You are absolutely correct. The proof is there. Trump, God, country, nothing. I believe that he put country before. <laughs> 
before politicians. What 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 in what in there just think what what in what in his past history? What in his past history has 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 proven that to you under no uncertain terms that this man considers the country before himself? Tell me, give me one example. I never say he. You just said that. You said he would. You just said that. Right. You just said he would put country first. Okay, so we're country first. Okay, I'm going to say we're China, for instance, and Russia. So first it was this big old collusion. He's messing with the, with the Russians, collusion with the it Russians. That, dis- that dissipated. It was proven. All of a sudden that disappeared. It didn't disappear. And then disappear. with China, notice he went up against China. He didn't bow down. Oh, my he goodness. He toe-to-toe with mm-hmm. China, okay. and guess what China did? Yeah. They backed down. They no, stopped okay. doing their rockets and everything else. And then as yeah. soon as we get... Biden in office, he bows down mm. and gives China whatever they want, and then they start, mm. and then they start shooting the rockets again and everything else. Mm. It's like what? That's yeah. not what America. We're supposed to be the beacon mm. of all countries. Yeah. And okay. Well, we're not we need to be bowing down to uh, all other countries. Leadership, what, leadership, and country first, huh? Okay. All right. I, I see what you're saying, Mike. I really do, and I appreciate your call. Uh, thank you very much for your call, Mike. Um, uh, let's let, you know what here. Here's the thing, um, you know we can have different opinions. I I'm gonna quote and I'm, I'm gonna give an exact quote uh, from Reverend Al Sharpton. There was so much in there to unpack that I needed to just stop the phone call because uh, obviously uh, this caller has been radicalized to the point where facts mean nothing. Facts mean absolutely nothing. And as Reverend Al always says, we can have our own opinions, but we cannot have our own facts. Facts and truth matter. There is, there was nothing whatsoever factual. And every time, at every point when I checked him, well, I didn't say, okay, well, yeah, but, but, well, no, but, oh yeah, well, yeah. What is the point? I mean, I do understand him saying this is why people, you know, if you love Trump, you just do. But you cannot assign a difference, you know, your own reality and call them facts. This is your reality and this is how you see it. But those are not the facts. Right. As Reverend Al says, we're entitled. It's your opinion and you're entitled to it. And I thank you for sharing it. I have my opinion. We all have our own opinions. But the facts remain. And were it not for the facts, this man would not be facing 91 counts, 91 criminal counts against him for, uh, was that what, patriotic? Patriotism? Take, putting country first? I don't know. Take a look at each one of those charges. What do you think? Let's, let's, uh, the lines are open, 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. We're going to take a quick commercial break. If you're on the line right now, stay right there. I'll get to you right after the break. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby here. Uh, coming up on um, 131. Um, got callers on the line. Uh, earlier caller had a concern that uh, Trump is a patriot. He's not a politician. And, uh, you know, patriots... Uh, as I was saying, put God and country first. And he said, well, that's what Trump is, you know, and I'm like, okay. Uh, so we, we, we totally disagree, um, on, uh, in an area, uh, that, um, he seemed to think Trump was just talking to get people riled up. Uh, I disagree. 
um, anything he says, he, he does, or at least tries to do. That's why he's facing so much um, retribution in the courts, if you will, and I'm putting that lightly. Uh, 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. The point is that we as Americans and we as voters need to wake up, and we do need to pay attention. He got in once before. He can do it again. It was a hot mess, to say the least, a hot mess. Um, he might they might have learned the ropes and maybe able to, to do a lot more um, uh, a little more discreet. I, I, I don't know. We, we will see. But we we need to we need to get out and and vote. Uh, Terry, go ahead. How are you? Hi, Tina. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I would like uh, your previous caller. Did you say his name was Mike? I do believe that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Mike. I want you to hear this. The person you were talking about is a patriot. Absolutely not. No. 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 If you look up nationalist and patriot, or look up nationalism and patriotism, you'll see some differences. He's a nationalist, he's a sexist, he's a racist, and he's a creep. He is not a patriot. He's greedy, he's selfish, he's self-serving, he is a liar, he is not a patriot. And if you support... Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com. And talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I feel for you. I think you ought to check out the dictionary and some other things to find out some definitions. Good luck to you. And I hope you vote for some decent human beings that support the rights of women and peaceful human beings. But, you know, the thing of it is he can't get out of it. It's, it's so self-serving. And so yeah. me, 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 I, I, I. There's no patriotism. There, there's, no. No, there's no care for, you know, for the country. As Charles Barkley said, you're supposed to be taking care of America as a whole. I mean, the some of the best presidents, Republicans and Democrats, have all wanted to bring people together after, you know, hard-fought campaigns because they have said and stated, over and over. We are the president for the United States of America, not, you know, not this or that. And we all have to figure out a way uh, to work together. And I want to work on behalf of all Americans, not just those who voted for me. But you, you know are, what? You are right. Yeah, but they when you have that... represent the yeah. majority of the yeah. people. But I, I think people like that last caller, they, they need to believe in, in something other than what is the, the status quo. And comparing him to Biden, it's just no comparison. I mean, come on. Uh, when Biden got in and China and all that, there was just such, it was so convoluted, I couldn't even unpack it all. But it was also indicative of, again, 
as as so many people have said, these are diehard. There's not anything that you're going to be able to say or do that will convince uh, those who are firmly in the camp, who uh, you know solidly on the Kool Aid, and right. and aren't going to believe anything anyway. So good for them, and and go out and vote for him, and and you know roll the dice, get what you get, because there's nothing you you there's no talking to that. Yeah, and thank you for reminding me. Uh, almost everything he said about China, he had it reversed. He had it backwards. I know, well, I know. <laughs> the, the current president has stood up verbally and in other ways to China. Mm-hmm. The former occupier of the White House did very little to stand up to them except with words. Yeah. Well, it, it was really the where I, I found the logic to be the most twisted was that uh, what happened January 6th is supposed to happen because people should be standing up. That yeah. that was that was about as twisted a logic as it's going to get because if yeah. you can't see through, if you can't rash, I mean, if you cannot understand that what happened to January sixth was an abomination, uh, then you really don't understand American and American democracy. I I agree with you, and thank you very much. All righty. Thank you, Terry. Appreciate it. 317-239-1310. 317-239-1310. Yeah. Probably one of the most out, out, uh, outrage. And, and I had to get off of that, too, because when you say that's what you're supposed to do, uh, January 6th is what Americans are supposed to do. We're supposed to stand up. Um, that's that's kind of uh, that's not kind of anything. That's a whole lot of what it shouldn't be. Anyway, brother man, go ahead. How are you? Miss, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? Okay, uh, this guy just called in. He has his opinion, and it's a lot of guys think like it. Just think of the five people that lost their lives on January the 6th trying to protect this democracy that we have. Yeah. Then you got one guy trying to overthrow the government. Yeah, yeah. That is, that is bad. And then don't think about trying to go out and protest no more because he's going to shut that down like he did up there. Yeah, they have they have no idea what dictatorships entail. They just they don't have any idea. And he took sides with uh, Putin over his own uh, people when they were talking about what Putin was doing in this country. Absolutely. You run against Putin. You going to die. Yeah, I know. I know. The guy that came in there with them tanks. What happened to him? He did. There you go. So he tried to go against Putin. The same thing's going to happen with Trump. Yeah. If somebody don't stop him by voting, not voting for him, he's going to try to do what Putin does. Yeah. And I know. Yeah. He wanted 12 years in the White House. But he, and, and I do, I firmly believe that if for whatever reason he manages to get back into office, he will never leave. He, you know, he won't leave. Uh, and oh, they got ways of getting him out of it. Oh yeah, they they well yeah, but I'm just saying he was trying not to leave this time. Send me up, and now old as I am, I get him out of there. <laughs> okay. I get him out of there. Yeah, yeah. Time is up. Time's you up. You got to go. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get out of here. Yeah, so. yeah that's what they said at the club. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know that you ain't got to go home, but mm, thank you, brother man. Get out of here, yeah. yeah, you got to get out of here. Thank you, brother man. I appreciate it. 317-239-1310. Sam, go ahead. How are you? Yeah, um, the guy that talked about Trump being a patriot, um, I really appreciate and grateful that he called in because yeah. he reminded me of some things. Um, 
if, if you know about history and um, uh, one uh, a guy was I hated history, but this one friend of mine from college uh, reminded me how powerful history is. You know, the Roman Empire fell from within their you know their borders. Uh-huh. Um, and when you've got someone like Trump telling you, you know, his first day, he'd be dictator. Well, that's start day one. And, um, you know, you know what? He probably, you know, round up some of us and put us, you know, put us in buses. Oh, yeah. and haul us off to concentration camps and, and everything. And also, uh, you know, uh, uh, President Obama handed him a, a, a an economy that was, the, the books were cleared and everything, no deficit, and he gave the, the rich, the part, the big people, the big tax breaks and, and stuff. And, uh, you know, and, and the, 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 the pandemic was, you know, it's just going to go away. When the we could go on. Sam, we could yeah, be here I, all I, night long, I, but they don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I, but I'm going to say this one thing. The reason why I'm saying that is for you people to say, I don't want to vote. Well, this could be, if you don't vote, it could be your last privilege and honor to be able to vote because this is a country of the people. And guess what? If you don't vote, he could come up as dictator and have buses haul us all away. Vote everybody. We need 99.99% of everybody voting. Yeah. Yeah, country is in danger if we don't. Yeah, and that's a, that's the way you stand up. That's the way you stand up. That's the way you stand up. But, but you know what? He he's he's deluded. And I'm like you. I'm glad that he did call because we all need to be reminded that there that 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 mindset is still very much alive. There's no that's doubt about scary. it. And that's it's scary. scary. Yeah. But we keep forgetting the the elephant in the room. Both times in both. In, in both elections, Trump didn't have, never was the the popular vote. No, he never, he never did. Never won the majority of Americans. No. Nope. And I'm talking to Black Americans, White Americans, Asian Americans, Hispanic. I I you know folks that have come over here from other countries and now Americans. Yeah. If you don't do nothing else, you better register to vote. Because, I mean, we really do. I don't want people to just register. I want you to register and vote, not register to. Yeah, register. And vote. Vote, 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 vote. I don't care. I said it in 2016. I'm going to say it again. I don't care if the Democrats have Mickey Mouse for president and Big Bird for vice president. I'm going to vote Democratic because what we need to do is get the Republicans that are true Republicans a chance to get the mess out the the mess out of their party so that they can revamp the Republicans. The real Republicans need to revamp, and we can help them by setting it setting the stage. Folks, vote. You don't want no bus coming up to your door. Don't think it ha- won't happen. Yeah. It happened to the Japanese in World War II. Yeah, don't think it can happen because a lot don't of people, like I said, never happen. thought it could happen to... Uh, to and uh, to and yeah. Don't think. Vote, people. Yep. Thank you, Sam. Appreciate it. And I just got a, a text message from a listener. Uh, Tina, remember, also, all of the people who are in jail are waiting for Donald Trump to pardon them. Boy, do we have a long list of folks in jail. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, Anyway, uh, Kevin, go ahead. How are you? Hey, how you doing, Tina? Good, good. How are you? 
All right. Uh, to the brother that called, I understand your frustration. Uh, I have uh, similar frustrations, but let's start with this. I hope I got time to, to get my point across, across. Donald Trump is not a patriot. Uh, you don't become a patriot in one day. You're a lifelong patriot. There are things in your life you can go back and say, okay, that guy's a patriot. Right. Nothing that man's done has ever been a patriot. Nope. I do understand, and please allow me to uh, explain what I'm trying to say. When he said about January 6th, I do agree. That's what you're supposed to do if what the president was saying was telling the truth. If Deep State was trying to get him out of there, and to me, you did everything you did. You voted. Uh, you went to, uh, to the courts, and it didn't work. And it's what, what, really, what he said really happened. I do believe that's the next uh, option is to go storm the Capitol. That's just me. But I don't believe nothing he said. Any, everything he said was false. So the brother who called, like I said, I understand your frustration. I don't like the Democratic side. I don't like the Republican side. And you said that uh, he was uh, he wouldn't be for big former and big companies. That's the opposite of what he did. Just think about this. And I hope you're still listening. He enacted uh, the tax laws for the rich and, and us. Ours was last seven years. Theirs is permanent. That right there shows you who he was for. He gave us a little carrot to put in front of us, but he made their tax cuts permanent. That shows you right there he's for big pharma. When the American politics, when Americans uh, allow corporations to become business, I mean, they allow the corporations to become voters, we are lost. I don't care what side of the aisle you want, Democrat or Republican, as uh, long as the corporations get a say-so, they're bought and paid for. Uh, the young lady who just called and said no matter what, she'll vote Democrat, to me that's scary. I, I, I wouldn't ride or die with anybody. You vote for, you vote for best interest. You don't just vote just because they got a D or R. That's why you. That's why Trump's in the situation he's in now because people saying no matter what, I'm just going to vote because it's an R. That's not how you vote. I'm sorry. I appreciate your time. Okay, thank you, Kevin. Ron, go ahead. How are you? Hi. How are you, Tina? Good. Uh, yeah. Nephew, you did a good job. Uh, this is what. This is the problem with people saying patriot. Okay, and, and there's a certain, there's one party here that has seemed to take this patriot thing and it's their tag, okay? Donald Trump never, ever served this country in any type of military, told his kids if they joined the military, his two sons, he would disown them, okay? His father dodged the draft in World War II. His grandfather... They kicked him out of Germany because he left Germany and went somewhere else in Europe. They brought him back. He refused to serve in the German military, and he came to the United States instead. Hitler even joined the service in Germany, my goodness. Okay, so these, this patriot stuff with Donald Trump and, 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 and what the, the, the thing that really bothers me about, and, and I, I, Tina, I understand people saying that, that uh, you should uh, – uh, uh, not really talk ill of these MAGA people and so on and so on, but I'm sorry, they're just dumb, okay? Mm-hmm. And and here's a, a couple of things that Donald Trump did for black, I mean, uh, uh, Joe Biden did for black people. Student loans, okay? The student loan forgiveness that he was allowed to do uh, without Congress getting involved in it and suing him through the Supreme Court Okay, the student loans that he helped at least 70, mostly uh, uh, black people, 70 percent, okay? The CHIPS program, okay? The uh, uh, the pharma program, the insulin, 
the, uh, uh, Trump did none of these things. Someone called in the other day and said that Donald Trump gave more to HBCUs than any president without realizing, okay, that that HBCU that he gave, the money he gave HBCUs, the bill was written up by a black woman in Congress, okay? It was introduced during the Obama administration, and they didn't want to pass it. By the time they got, the only reason Trump passed it was because it was veto-proof. And then this young, there's another young black man in Rhode Island, of all places, who was supposed to be a Black Lives Matter spokesman for Rhode Island or chapter founder. Holiday star here at Kroger with a variety of options yep. to celebrate traditions. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's okay. And he said the same thing. Okay. Oh, Donald Trump did this and he did this and did this. And I was listening to him on the, on the, if you, if you go on YouTube and you'll find Roland Martin interviewed this guy and just tore him apart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just tore him apart. I, I encourage everyone to go on YouTube and get that Roland Martin interview with, with this guy. Yeah. So the problem with Donald Trump, the scary part with Donald Trump is there is a, a real a distinct possibility he could get back in office. We're the only so-called democracy in the world where a man can lead an insurrection and still run for president because the spineless Republicans, and that's what, and nephew, the only reason I would say the uh, vote Democrat right now is that I would vote for Joe Biden if they had to drag him to the White House that morning. Okay, over Donald Trump or any Republican. I wouldn't vote for Christie, Nikki Haley, any of them. Because they're all the same. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And I think that the silence, uh, that uh, the inaction, uh, the the refusal uh, to do anything about whenever that one stepped out of line, you know, I think it kind of defines the GOP. Uh, not to mention the fact that those who did stand up for what was right, uh, the Liz Cheney's and Adam Kinziger's and, and others, uh, the Mitt Romney's, uh, they were punished as a result. They stood up for truth. They stood up for, you know, what's right. And they were punished. Uh, and that's that's that that kind of defines what what uh, what you were just talking about, Ron. Uh, I'm sorry what you were just talking about. Thank you. Uh, Kenneth, go ahead. Uh, good afternoon, Tina. Good afternoon. Um, in reference to the caller before Ron, um, I'm in agreement with him up to a certain point. And the point that he brought up that uh, if Donald Trump was in the right in reference to um, having his uh, supporter storm the Capitol, if, if everything was right, uh, no, uh, that is wrong because you're mm. ob- disobeying the law. Yeah. And two, if you storming Peace, yeah. legal Capitol, protesting, yeah. And you storm the Capitol, breaking the law, causing injury and or death. Mm-hmm. And in reference to what Ron said, I'm in agreement with him, and I think everybody should possibly really, really, really think about uh, subscribing to Roland Martin, uh, his podcast, and or things that he has uh, interviewed. But that interview, what he said, what Ron just said, it is point on. Mm-hmm. It is point on what yeah. uh, Donald Trump did not do for us, mm-hmm. meaning the black people, and or for America, in reference to that Black Lives Matter leader in Rhode Island. So yeah, I saw I saw that that it, but you know what? I don't think I, I and and yes, Roland, you know, Roland totally disarmed uh the every point that the person was trying to make. But again, uh 
I don't know that we we I still don't know if we get to the essence or the core of what Trump supporters are really trying to say. I mean, they'll throw out stuff that you can just, you know, that the, the people can just bat down, bat down, bat down, reject. Re- but, you know, then they, they'll either try to equivocate or say, yeah, but. So uh, there's a re- that's why I'm saying it's important to keep listening to them to figure out what what are y'all really saying? Because, you know, the, the what some of them can't, are unreachable. You know, you're right. There, there's some of them that are unreachable. But um, and I guarantee you, uh, as, as and, you know, Roland did a skillful job of, of basically fact, 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 fact. These people are not interested necessarily in facts. They're interested in um it seems uh, more of an idea or uh, a belief or a theory that they, they so much want to get into, you know, read it, you know, to, to, to believe in, I guess, is what I'm saying. Facts right. don't matter. The, the, the facts and, uh, you know, you could, you could throw every fact in the world uh, to, uh, you know, to a Trump, against a Trump supporter, and they're going to they're gonna bat it away from you. But, exactly. with the saying, but, but. So, what is it, what is the core of what he's saying? He Somehow he has duped them into believing that he and they are one and the same. Yeah. I would love to find that answer. Well, we all would, but I, I think that that might, I think that that might help with some of the frustration. Um, you know, just like what Miss um, Cordelia was saying a few weeks ago, uh, there was a, a, a caller that says, I don't know, I don't know what that is. that's why I'm not voting. And she said, well, you know what? There's nothing I, I if you've got your mind made up, I can't convince you. Uh, but he, he's a major, um, you know, a major marketer, uh, probably, uh, you know, obviously a, a grifter. He doesn't, the, the truth is not in him. Um, I think um, abiding by the law is not anything that he has any use for, and he finds ways of getting around it. But how you ride that all the way to the presidency and and, and, and convince and, and fool millions of people, that, that needs to be, we need to know more about it. We need to know more about it because we can, you know, like I said, as masterful as it was, I I can guarantee you that that Rhode Island uh, Trump supporter, it did not change his opinion one bit. Exactly. I can Thank guarantee. Thank you very much. All righty. Thank you, Kenneth. I appreciate it. Um, uh, Reverend Phillips, go ahead. How are you? Hey, uh, so Tina, how are you doing? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? Let me let me pick back what you were saying now. You know, you know, uh, you know what Jim Jones. Remember Jim Jones, don't you? Yes. When Jim Jones told uh, told them people, mm-hmm. if you love me, come follow me. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I would now, agree. When yeah. when when Donald Trump came to Indianapolis, people start to uh, cheer for this man. Indeed, they really did. They really did. And thank you, uh, Reverend Phillips, because um, that. You you made your point. You made a really really good point. You know when he when he arrives, they cheer for him because he's somebody they want to cheer for. He he says and talks about something they deeply want to believe in, and so they put up the blinders to do so. Lifestyles, go ahead. How are you? 
Hey, Tina. Um, so I've been looking at um, a couple of things that are really pressing in Chicago. I don't know if you've seen it, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I saw this on TikTok where a couple of people are, well, not a couple of people. Um, a lot of people are talking about uh, switching the party in Chicago or basically making sure that Joe Biden does not get uh, Chicago because of the immigrant situation that's going on heavily in Chicago. Now, what they're saying is that <laughs> the Hispanics or whoever it is that are immigrants that are coming into Chicago, uh, first first of all, they said Chicago was broke and they didn't have any money. Uh, from what I saw, they said they somehow scraped up $50 million, and now they're giving all the Chicago – I mean, I'm sorry, all the – can you hear me? Yes, I can. Mm-hmm. They're giving – they're giving all of the uh, immigrants apartments, housing, money every month uh, for over a year. They're, this is happening, and they're getting a stipend and everything. And the poor people of Chicago have been begging and trying to get different services and things like that. And what they're saying is that kind of what I was saying yet. Yeah, these people have yesterday. These people have not paid one cent into their taxes. Uh, for mm-hmm. Chicago, yeah. and we're yeah. talking about taxpayers. Uh-huh. And they are really. They said they don't know about uh, the Republican Party. They're not saying that either. But what they are saying is that they will be definitely not being Democrat. They're definitely switching up. And also the Muslims in Michigan. They're also getting together and they're saying they do have the money and the power and they're not going to vote for Joe Biden because of this immigrant situation. That is really really bad. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I, uh, I didn't know about Chicago, but, um, yeah. 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 And, oh, they, but, okay, go ahead, Lifestyle. Before I forget, they said that they were going to definitely shake up the Democratic National Convention. They said it will not be peaceful. They don't know what's going to happen, but they said it will not be peaceful because they are mm-hmm. very angry about what's going on in Chicago yeah. right now. Yeah, about but Lifestyle's of, given the, the two major choices, uh, you know, there there it is, you know. I'm so sick of lesser of two evils. I'm really sick of that. I'm I know, I know, but but then what? But but this is what we have. I, I don't know, Tina. I'm not, you know, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I you know, I I I know we need another party, but I'm not going to waste my vote either. I I know that, you know, it'd be mm-hmm. nice if we could uh, hold our votes hostage, the blacks and African Americans, mm-hmm. but we can't. I understand that we can't. Uh, I'm just tired myself of getting promised things that we never get. Mm-hmm. We get you. We give you your vote, and if it wasn't for the, if it wasn't for the. Well, Joe yeah. Biden might not even be in office. I'm just saying. He said that who else do you guys got to vote for? He said that a couple of years ago on the yeah. Red Club. So, but you know what? It's so. it's it's yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I want to look into that Chicago situation. Oh, thank you, Lifestyles. I appreciate okay. it. Uh, uh, Anonymous, go ahead. How are you? Hello, um, Tina. How are Hi. you? I'm well. How are you? Great. Um, I'm just listening today um, to the um, the callers. Mm-hmm. And I agree with the earlier caller that says she's glad that that uh, gentleman Mike called in. Um, and it's funny because I, I agree with her, uh, but as he was talking, I was like, Kid, just hang up on me, just hang up. Cause, <laughs> I mean, he's just so crazy. But I do agree um, in what she said about trying to understand mm-hmm. uh, the psyche because it's what it's really done is revealed a lot about the psychology of a lot of people absolutely Um, Mm -hmm. and what i would suggest to anybody that's listening jeff jeff i want to go back jeff said something that's very much connected to what we're dealing with in the streets uh, of our city and i've been looking into it here lately if people go on and look up Mm -hmm. online and look up narcissism narcissism and black 
narcissism and Trump supporters, black narcissists, if you and, and Trump supporters, so if you look into this, it gives you a direct connection mm-hmm. into the psychology, the psyche yeah. of people that are yeah. ride yeah. or dying out with yeah. this. Yeah, thank you, uh, thank you for the call. The, you know, it, it can it can define it and it can explain it, but what are the drivers? We need to find the drivers <clears throat> and dismantle that. Uh, we'll be back with more Community Connect. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba da ba ba ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. In, in just a moment. <clears throat> WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And we are back with Community Connection. Have a couple of minutes before uh, we have to switch over and and, uh, get with our next guest. Uh, Let's go right back to the phone lines, get these in real quick. Uh, Pierre, go ahead. Oh, good afternoon, Tina. Uh, You know, lifestyles, uh, uh, he hit it right out of the park. Uh, Chicago, we're, we're, uh, as Democrats, are potentially going to lose the state of Illinois come November because those people are hot, and they ought to be hot yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, These immigrants, these illegal immigrants, and I'm going to call them what they are, illegal aliens, they don't care about the Democratic, uh, uh, they don't care about what's going on here. It's just they're going to show up, kick in the door, and start making demands. And that is making people angry. And that's what's keeping the Republicans in it. The other thing is, every bomb that falls on Gaza, um, the Democrats lose votes because they see those bombs as Democratic bombs and Joe Biden bombs. And I'm telling you, we are in for a rude awakening come November unless the Democratic Party does some hard pivots on immigration, on Ukraine. That war is lost. The Ukrainians have lost it, and for us to keep throwing good money after bad yeah. is not going to do us any good. So, um, you know, the Democratic Party, I mean, I love Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, but they need to wake up and smell the coffee because uh, this is 2016 mm-hmm. all over again. We thought Donald Trump couldn't win, but I knew uh, a lot of young black uh, voters yeah. were uh, not happy with Hillary Clinton then, and I felt it. And surprise, surprise, we woke up in shock. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, yeah, and Pierre, I appreciate your call, and uh, you're, you're, you know, I'm sure that those two things are wake up calls for uh, for the Democratic Party, and 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 should be. 
Um, as well, as far as whether it amounts to or should rise to the level of, well, then Donald Trump is better, I can't get there yet. Uh, George, go ahead. How are you? Hi, Tina. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm supposed to be out here getting ready for my birthday tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday again. Yeah, I remember I told you in the yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. But you got a real hot topic today, and I just want to tell people, black people and Latino people, that we need to get some survival skills together on how to, mm -hmm. you know, agriculture and everything. Because if you think back less than 100 years ago, when World War II started before 1941, <laughs> Mm -hmm. And these are all the parallels that happened just mm -hmm. before that. Quite a few, when, yeah. Yeah, when Mussolini came into, uh, mm -hmm. into power because the people were upset about agriculture and farming, Hitler came into power because of economics uh, of the Jewish people. Uh -huh. I want to say maybe the, but Zionism hadn't been quite founded yet. Uh, we had Japan actually invaded China before 1940, before they invaded the United States. Uh, there's so many different parallels. I'm just telling people... From my perspective, this is how a dictator comes into power because exactly. what what we're seeing about Chicago, and not, that's not only happening in Chicago, it's also happening in New York City also. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, these are the things that, that can bring a person like Donald Trump into, into power, mm -hmm. and then he never leaves. Yep. So yep, yep, yep. we have to be mindful of, of our history and how we got here. It's not about just certain things that, you know, happen here and there, flashpoints that all of a sudden the big explosion happened. Mm. These are the things that happen. Yeah, it's a slow, it's a slow walk, isn't it? Slow, slow walk, walk you yeah. down. And, and, and that's, that's what, what you have to be aware of. History. Yeah. That's how Mussolini, uh, Hitler, and Japan, Japan invaded China over resources yeah. before 1941, before they even hit America in, in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing that's going on in Gaza. It's about the resources with the Palestinians. That's why they're being hit so hard. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to make that point. Let's people please get ourselves on how to be prepared in case the worst scenario happens, and we know how to feed ourselves and protect there ourselves. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Very, 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 very good call, George. How uh, I appreciate, it. Mr. Russell. Uh, you'll be the last call. Go ahead. Hey, Tina. Wait, wait. Uh, program today. Uh, uh -huh. Just want to remind people that uh, it's interesting we're having this topic on December the seventh, uh, which uh, in 1941, as the last caller uh, alluded to, you know, uh, we were hit by a sneak attack. Uh, President then, who was Franklin Roosevelt, mm -hmm. uh, said that this would be a day that it would live in infamy. infamy. Uh huh. <laughs> Everybody yeah, remembers that. Yeah. But that's why world history and United States history mm -hmm. is so important mm -hmm. to study because things happen over and over again. So you you, you always have to be vigilant, yeah. and that's a, I think would be a key word for the day: vigilance. You know, we have a situation where, uh, as Reverend Phillips alluded to, uh, Jim Jones and that situation. You know, we're having the same thing over and over again, and uh, you have to be careful of a person that can sell eggs to chickens. I'm telling you. You know, dumb clucks would be another word for today. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, so uh, yeah, and and like you say that when when you look at it in the aggregate, though, in the aggregate, and I know people are tired, and 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 I understand the frustration, but keep going, keep keep 
keep at it because the minute you stop, that's when somebody that had, doesn't have your best interest at, my, at heart takes over. I mean, yep. uh, the frustration is real and, and, and be frustrated. Understand it. I like the yep. passion. I, I do. But I, I, I just can't get to the point where I'm not going to do anything uh, because it doesn't matter. I'm not. You, that's just never an option. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And uh, keep on keeping on. That's the that's the that's the you know the thing we need mm-hmm. to uh, definitely put into place. Keep on, uh, keep on, keeping on. on yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. otherwise, uh, you know, if you don't, you're lost. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And and you got yeah exactly, Mr. Russell. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, thank you very much for your call, and thanks uh, everybody for weighing in on that. I'm sure that the conversation will continue, um, as uh, these conversations typically do. Uh, pivoting now, uh, as I was saying uh, earlier, AM thirteen ten is proud to present once again the annual citywide Christmas musical coming up this Sunday at Mount Carmel Church. The founder, host of the musical, is our very own Lamar Campbell. Lamar is with us right now, uh, and Lamar has guests with him. Well, first of all, Lamar, welcome, 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 welcome back to the show. It's always wonderful to have you here. Absolutely great to be here. Oh, we love it. Whenever I can spend a few minutes with my co-worker and friend, it's oh, always a privilege. I just here. like seeing you work. The same <laughs> here. <laughs> you like seeing me work. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you brought with you the assistant minister of music at Mount, uh, Mount Carmel. Yes, Jason Powell. Mr. Powell, welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I'm glad to have you here with us. And we are talking about something. Well, this is this is fun. I'm I'm ready for this conversation. <laughs> this is absolutely. Yes, it's been kind of heavy. But, it's been kind of heavy. But it's it's a needed conversation. Uh, very much so. Is and I think that it's it's good that this follows this this conversation. That this one we're having now follows the one we just had. It absolutely is. Amazing. Absolutely. So, absolutely. so tell us about the citywide Christmas musical. I I know you're behind it all because you were there for the very first one. Yes, this is. Um, <laughs> can you believe it's nine years later? No, <laughs> nine no, years don't later, tell me that. and um, it's been a blessing each year. And uh, I really want to bring Jason in uh, mm-hmm. today because really the the first one started. It, it was kind of birthed out of an idea that he had. Oh. And uh, when he came up with the idea, I said, this would be great for the city, and let's let's make it annual. Uh-huh. So we've worked hard every year to try to make sure that that happens. Yeah, what a Christmas gift to the city. Uh, because there's so much uh, collaboration, so much goodwill, so much spirit of the season all in one place one night. And I have to tell you, um, all this week, even though we're running the commercials and things, people are calling, uh, when is the music? What time? Yeah, I want to make sure I don't miss it because it is a don't miss situation there it is a don't miss event so tell us about this year's uh, this year's event yes well this year I think we're really privileged to always uh, have a great spirit behind it uh-huh. uh, Lamar Campbell is always one who I think is a passionate person about whatever he does I, I am grateful that he uh, took such a vision and said no this is going to be something that we're going to put our efforts in as a community to mm-hmm. rally hearts and minds around inspiring people mm-hmm. in this kind of a season you know when we are experiencing different kinds of emotional states, right? Um, And so sometimes it can be an unsure time for people. Mm -hmm. But anytime we're able to come together uh, is a great thing when we're able to inspire together. I had a... 
Bishop, Bishop T. Garrett Benjamin Jr. used to always say, uh, you know, you can get more with honey than you can with vinegar. And what that meant for me was that we can attract more good when we come together and do nice things and offer sweet offerings as opposed to focusing on all of the sour things that occur in the world. So this year we are able to come together. We're having um, some great people to be a part. Yes, Lamar Campbell and myself, Jason Powell and Sherry Garrison are able to really spearhead work with the choir, but we've got some great guest artists, and I know Lamar will probably want to talk some more about that. Sure. And right before we talk about those artists, artists, I want to make sure that, you know, we're getting so many calls um, wanting to know what the what the charge is. It's free. <laughs> it's free. You have no excuse. That's true. And I even think it's going to be good weather on Sunday, too. I think so. Yeah, I, I think I the really, rain is for Saturday. It's for Saturday. Yeah. And um, the the temperature is going to be a little higher than mm-hmm. usual. Now, today is a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a good day uh, to be here in the studio talking about something that rallies our community together and, mm-hmm. and um, puts us in a different frame of mind. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's it's a blessing for us to give back, you know. So you know, as we come together, this is not about money for us or another gig, as some people would call it, or something. This is an opportunity for us to use the gifts that we've been blessed to be able to um, make our livelihoods those mm-hmm. same gifts and give them back mm-hmm. to the community to be able to be a blessing to them. And it's kind of like a, yeah. Uh, yeah. I like to call it every year like a, a family family reunion, the mm-hmm. mm-hmm. gospel family yes. reunion, and those supporters and those people that have down through the years loved many of the artists that are mm-hmm. appearing. So it's it's kind of one of those warm and fuzzy times for me. Mm-hmm. I know in the uh, last year uh, we did the reunion of uh, Rodney Bryan and CCMC. Oh, yeah. So that, mm-hmm. was, that, that brought back some nostalgia. Mm-hmm. A few years uh, um, back we celebrated Lamar Campbell and Spirit praise uh 20 years of recording so you know it's 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 uh embedded in indianapolis talent and gospel history um we we've been blessed to uh, have songs to be on the top of the charts even even still now with people like demetrius west and judah band it's it's a time to celebrate us and these are uh this year um our our featured artist is ernest Pugh, who is no stranger to indianapolis he's had a lot of great uh, big songs like Rain On Us and mm-hmm. and Hosanna and You Are the Great I Am. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be doing those. And some of those he's going to be doing uh, with the choir. He has a, a Christmas uh, project, and you've been hearing some of the songs right here on mm-hmm. our station. Yeah. And um, local locally we have um, Andre Speed. Mm-hmm. And company who's been around and he's done several things even for the station. So it's always a joy to have him and his group. And this year we're featuring a new uh, youth group from the city, mm-hmm. which is called Brave Arts, and it's spearheaded by Bria Golder, the one and only. Oh, the one, Bria! Yes. Oh my uh-huh. goodness, is she? 
Yes. I remember. Oh, I feel old. I remember. Cool. She used to play across the street. She played with my kids. They all played together when yeah, they were little. And, yeah, yes. little Bria. Yeah, yeah. And not just, little anymore. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they're all not grown. Anymore. Yeah, not anymore. anymore. She's yeah. all grown up now. Yeah, let's she got a- her own car now. Oh, she got her own car. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she had a car when she was little too. Yeah. <laughs> she one of those little power wheels. Things, so. um, yeah, let's let's take a listen. Um, Ernest Pugh, I do believe, is who we have. Yeah. Shower down. Yeah, they, we, the city knows them. They, yeah. They're kind of beautiful. Just yeah. absolutely beautiful. You, you're not going to miss the, yeah. you're not going to want to miss the ministry, mm-hmm. the spirit of giving, because we, uh, um, one of the important things that we do, even though this is a free concert, uh-huh. we have an opportunity collectively to come together to raise money. And um, because um, Mount Carmel and Dr. Theron Williams is, is, um, an advocate for the Far East Side and a lot of the things that that are negatively happening, mm-hmm. we want to make sure that we have positive things happening. And it's, you know, even uh, as churches come together, there are so many churches that are represented. So we're raising money. For, there's a project called E3 Project. And uh, somebody say E3. What is that? Mm-hmm. Three, the three E's. Eats. Eat. You know, with the food desert on on, on the far east mm-hmm, side, mm-hmm. the education, the educational piece for uh, to make sure that our kids are being educated by us, and we're supplying them with things to help them to be able to move forward in education and not to feel inferior but superior. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then also. Um, the economic piece. Mm-hmm. And there are some things that we're going to be rolling out that night that uh, will show where some of the dollars have gone over these past years. And I I, I want to say it today, but I don't want to let it out. But it's, it's very exciting um, that um, what the community has come together to help us do. And then every year we always make sure that we feature a youth organization to help them along in the, uh, the field of arts. You know, a lot of times there's there's a lot of attention built around uh, young people uh-huh. in sports. But, you know, we've got some some uh, young people that are interested in the arts, too. And, it, and, and we want to just kind of make sure that we nurture that and they get an opportunity to see some people that um, even in gospel and, and other genres that are at, excelling and doing well in those areas so that they can have a dream. I know I had a dream. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I I remember the uh the the Al Hobbs and the Robert Turners and all of those <laughs> people before us mm-hmm. and you know, even yeah. So I I have to admit that I'm getting in that age range where not where it's more about being able to be a role model and example to people than to just to say, look what I did. Yeah, look what I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know I'm there because when you mentioned Bria Golder, I'm like, oh, my goodness, no, not Bria. <laughs> cannot believe. I mean, literally, I'm looking at the, the little five-year-old or six-year-old little girl that was at the house playing. But please tell her, I, you know, we said hello or we I would, said hello. We would but, definitely um, do that. But so when you all are, when, when you're, 
when you're going through one of these, and I love the analogy, it's, it's kind of like you're you're taking your talent and and your gifts and putting them under the tree for the community. If I understood that uh, that correctly, so what does it feel like being, I, I guess, gospel Santa Claus is uh, to the community, <laughs> so to speak? Is it kind of sounds like that? Well, what does that feel like when you're when you're out there? Because it's, I mean. This is so much in the spirit, the true spirit, I believe, of, of what Christmas should be. I mean, you're, having, you're, you're inviting everybody into the house. Uh, you're, you're going to be giving to those who don't have. And you're going to be having wonderful entertainment uh, and, and uplifting spiritual uh, gathering to, to say, hey, we're here. So what, I, I guess, I don't know, I'm just trying to figure out what, when, what's going through your mind, what's going through your, your spirits as you are doing this. Well, what's going through mine is I think sometimes the greatest gifts that we have to share mm -hmm. can oftentimes be intangible. And oftentimes, like, there's so many hidden treasures in our communities that mm. we don't know we can be inspired to or feed off of the inspiration from. Mm -hmm. And so that's a part of what's going to occur in this space. Um, one person in particular um, who you might not see on the flyer if you're on social media, but it's a lady by the name of Dr. Jillian Harrison-Jones. Mm -hmm. um, she's the first lady at uh, the Witherspoon Presbyterian Church, but she is also a director of music, a director of choral arts at the mm -hmm. Delaware Academy, and also does lots of different things in the country and even all over the world. But she's going to be able to be a part of our music offerings as well. Anytime I have the opportunity to speak up, Dr. Jillian Harrison-Jones, I do, because she is a, a great inspirational figure mm -hmm. um, that is in our space that more people need to know about. But um, not only her, but uh, just every person that I think will be presenting will be reminding us of the treasure that we have within and that mm. we cannot neglect uh, the great gift that God has put inside of us. And we stir that up through inspiration, right? And, mm. and we rekindle the awareness of who we really are when we worship the King during this holiday season. So I think that's going to be a huge point as well. Remembering the divine one that indwells you. That's a huge one. Absolutely. Yeah. I know for me, um, especially the night of the uh, first rehearsal, you put uh, out all the uh, social media posts, you have it announced, and you do all of that kind of stuff, and you sit there and um, you're like, are the people going to come? <laughs> so, And um, just to see the faces of those people that are just there their vessels just ready to, to be poured mm. in in a different way yeah. than they have, you know, in their own ministries. And even, mm. you know, um, as uh, the or we call I'm calling us choir masters, mm -hmm. but um, even as we're pouring out and we're watching each other, we're receiving things from each other. So, you know, there's you're never too big to be able to learn something from somebody. So mm -hmm. this is not, you know, I'm not throwing shade, but I'm like, but to see those faces of people that are just ready to receive. And uh, I challenge the choir uh, uh couple of uh, rehearsals back, you know, that people are coming through those doors that have had uh, um, 
a, a tremendous year, mm-hmm. and, and and they they we don't know the things that they've gone to, but this is our opportunity for those two hours while mm-hmm. we're there. They can put all of that stuff aside and just focus on the true meaning of Christmas. No, you may not have you may not have the car that you your dream car yet, but. You were able to drive up to the place. You may have had some lean days, but you're still here. You you survived it. You know, even as we think of COVID, of trying to come back together after all of that. And you know, there's some people. I'm 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 expecting people there that haven't been to a gospel concert in years. You know, this is their opportunity, and we get to come together and see their faces, not on a sad occasion. Yeah. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. That You know what that makes it. How many times do at during a sad occasion uh, do we hear from family and friends, we need to get together and not on an occasion like this? Or we need because we're really enjoying being together and I'm really enjoying seeing you. I'm enjoying what you know what we're doing. But how come we can't do this when it's not, uh, you know, not such an occasion? You hear that a lot. Absolutely. Speaking of that, um, you know, earlier this year, we um, got. Our lead musician at Mount Carmel passed away, Jatan Barnes, and we had a great um, uh, community celebration for him celebrating his life. And it was just so Mm -hmm. good to see all of those people. But it was a sad occasion, Mm -hmm. you know, and here we're trying to. Yeah, we're trying to create opportunities for us to come together on on a happier occasions and, and to be able to appreciate each other you know sometimes you know i'm i'm not gonna be there as lamar campbell in spirit of praise i'm gonna be there with my with with all of my peers and you know we all you know everybody has had an opportunity to be on this this particular service and to know that people are willing you know even though their names are going up on charts and Mm -hmm. and you know god has blessed them to do many many things across the nation and the world um that they don't forget any Indianapolis, and like you said, this is our gift back to Indy. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the love and the support that you've given. You know, I, I can remember mm-hmm. in my teens, in my early twenties, and I really can keep going on up, mm-hmm. but not to sixty yet. <laughs> but I'm almost there. But you know, all of, when I look out in the audience and I see the people that you know mm-hmm. I saw at the Green Tea and and people that I know pr- prayed for me and people that can remember me before there was a Lamar Campbell in Spirit of Praise and and people mm-hmm. that um, saw the path and believed in, you know, probably that 
some of the things that I would do before I even imagined it. Mm -hmm. So that's why this is really an important time for me. Um, I don't I don't know. We, we're kind of waiting on Sherry Garrison to uh, call. I don't know mm -hmm. if she has. Seen, haven't seen her yet. Um, if she has. We certainly yeah. would welcome her when she, uh, maybe yeah. she got unavoidably detained. Yeah. As she, they say. So yeah. uh, sometimes that happens. So, um, yeah. But she's a major part and has yeah, been a Sherry. major part of. Uh, yeah. At East, Director of Worship at Eastern Star Church. Right? Absolutely. So. Now, how, how does Sherry do three different campuses in one Sunday morning? Now, she would have to tell you that. <laughs> I, was gonna say, <laughs> I know, I know how Pastor does. Yeah. I know how Pastor Johnson does. Well, He's got a driver that, yeah, that gets yeah. him to, from place to place. And I think uh, I think they do have some new um, people on staff now okay, where she yeah. doesn't have to do. But she, I, for many years, she has had to do all of that. I don't know how you both, both of you all do. I mean, your church is huge. Uh, you got a got an amazing congregation there. Um, and, and what you do every Sunday. Sunday uh, and every day is just absolutely inspiring and amazing. And the way you keep everyone inspired, uh, it's it's just a sight to see. And it's it's just so refreshing. Yeah. Uh, I, refreshing is the word I like because I think in a lot of ways. But, you know, the, the, the psychology, I, I guess, why do we as humans... You know, you were talking about, you know, when everybody, there was such an outpouring and a whole lot of people came uh, when your lead musician um, uh, passed on. And we're like, why we need to do this, you know, on a good occasion. But we, we, we do it in greater numbers on occasions that I, I, you know, a lot of people would say not necessarily bad, but, you know, somber kind of in a way yeah. when, when someone transitions and, and goes on. But... Um, you know, when you're, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have this, this, and that. The, the the turnout is good sometimes, but not yeah. quite the same as it is when someone. Can, does can it. I be honest and yeah. speak to that? Um, yeah. In some ways, you know, um, I, I'm on a campaign for that because you know sometimes you can get discouraged when you. It's just like. We just want to create an opportunity for us mm -hmm. to come together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's no agenda. There's no, mm -hmm. and it's it's it it just seems like as you try to bring people together, um, you're being put under a magnifying mm -hmm. glass mm -hmm. to see if your purpose mm -hmm. is, you know, what and, they want. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like no, you know, um, I just my prayer is that. I don't get tired of being, <laughs> being challenged to uh -huh. to bring people together. It 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 can be discouraging when, I was gonna, when it's you get, time, it, yeah. yeah, it's like you know. Well, why can't you just show up? <laughs> yeah, why don't you? Why some people only want to sing with this age group, and if they did, some people want to sing with this age group, yes. and if it's a not not enough of these people here, then I don't want to participate. Mm -hmm. And just just break all of those walls and barriers down, and just say I'm coming because I want to, mm -hmm. and not waiting on where are you going? Are you going? Or you know that yeah. kind of stuff. And uh, uh, attendance, or you know, I don't think that that's ever been a problem with the citywide Christmas musical. I mean, Lamar and Jason, this uh, event, people are going to parking two and three blocks away just to get in. I mean, it's huge. I don't think that there's a problem with that. <laughs> it is It is a blessing. But <laughs> it, it is yeah. a blessing, but we want everybody that can <laughs> experience it to experience it. And we want it to be so large that we have to take it to someplace bigger. And oh, okay. It, and, and it's, um, it's being um, 
whether people know it or not, it's being recognized nationally. You'd be surprised wow. the artists that uh, that call in that want to be a part, part of this of it, from yeah. other parts, mm-hmm. you know. And and we, you know, we got this jewel right here, and we just have to. I don't want to take it for granted that. People are going to be it. here. I know. I just want to get, you know, make sure and give them more reasons to want to come. <laughs> want to yeah. come so. yeah. Indeed, indeed. So, um, again, it's coming up this Sunday. Well, you all give the details. Give give us the details because uh, everybody wants to know. I, I can tell you by the calls we've gotten. And the biggest detail is it is free. There's no doubt about it. It is absolutely free. Absolutely. Um, I believe, uh, as we're getting the final details, uh, Sherry has joined us. Yay! Yay, Sherry, how are you? I'm good. How's everybody? Everybody is well. Better now that you're here. Lamar was just looking for you, and I said, she'll, yes. she'll be. No, I didn't say she'll be. I said, I knew you'd be here, though. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I wasn't able to uh, get on right at 2 o'clock, but I'm here now. Yeah, so Sherry, share with us. You've been a part of this as well. Uh, over the, Share with us your thoughts as we approach uh, the, the next one, the ninth annual. Yeah. Well, I'm always excited every year to be a part of um, what Lamar is doing at Mount Carmel Church. From the very first year, it mm-hmm. was a blessing, not only to the people who came to the concert, but because of how they have it set up, we are blessing others in the community. So it's always great to be a part of something that you know is doing good and being able to help other people. So um, we have a lot of different people from different um, churches that participate, different denominations, and we come together to lift up our voices as one, you know, to sing praises during this Christmas season. So I'm always excited about this time. Anything uh, new or different for this year for you, Sherry? Um, no, just a lot of different people this year. We are so glad that, you know, it continues to grow. Um, you know, God continues to bless it. And each year we get um, new people that have not participated, and then they get excited and tell other people. So, you know, that's I'm excited about these people being a part of what we're doing there at Mount Carmel. Sherry, um, this... Uh, this, I think this would be the first year that we'll actually be, be ministering some songs with the artists this year. Yeah. Oh. Yes, with um, uh, Ernest Pugh. He's our guest artist this year. Um, we've had a few other guest artists, but this time the choir will actually be uh, supporting them musically. So that's a great first for them. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, we're expecting a, a large turnout, a huge turnout, actually. Uh, and so, as you usually do, as as this event usually does, uh, what a wonderful Christmas gift to the community. Um, and uh, the annual Citywide Christmas Musical. Uh, Jason, you, you've got the details right there. Yes, I would love to mention two uh, great brothers that, that we didn't, I don't think, mention. Uh, L. LeBron Wilson, uh, who is a great minister mm-hmm. of music here in the city. and um, New Beginnings. New beginnings, yes. Okay. And, um, okay. Andre Speed will also be a part of this Christmas musical, which of course is going to be this Sunday, December the tenth, at six p.m. Uh, at the Mount Carmel Church. That's ninety-six ten East Forty-second Street, four six two three five. Yeah. Uh, you sure it's going to be two hours? 
Yeah, that's always the goal. That's always the goal. Uh, I'm not saying less than, Sherry. I'm not saying less than. It's always the goal. It's always the target. That's the target. That's That's the goal. That's the target. what God is going to do. Yeah, that's right. Yes, indeed. Thank you all so, so very much for being here and all the best. This this one, each year it gets bigger and better. And and thank you for what you're doing in the community. Uh, Are all the rehearsals over? Everybody's ready? Yes, all the rehearsals. Rehearsals are over. Okay, yeah, yeah. everything. We oh, had, had the it? last one last night. How'd it go? Yeah, it was great. It uh-huh. was great. Yeah. yeah. The selection of songs you'll be able to. So um, even though this is a Christmas musical, we don't always just focus on Christmas carols or Christmas songs. Uh-huh. We we um, just try to do uh, songs within the season about Jesus and and worship and praise and and also we have some. Um, some very, uh, I like to say, some high pieces that, we, <laughs> oh, okay. that the choir has have really been working hard on. And I think the audience will be blessed. And, um, you know, I've put a few clips up of some of the rehearsals. Ah. So, you know, if you want to just whet your uh, appetite for what you're going to receive on uh, Sunday afternoon. Now, the doors open at 530. Okay. So, uh, you want to make sure that you get there and get a good seat and uh, please come with the praise. Come with the praise, indeed. <laughs> and and the social clips, the clips are on social media where? On your on Instagram? Yeah, on Instagram on and also on Facebook. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, we're going to check them out. Yeah. All righty, thank yeah, you. You can go to any of our pr- pages. Great job coordinating all of this. He, he does every does. year, but he has done an excellent job pulling everybody together um, for this celebration. Yeah, I have you. no doubt thank he you. is always doing an excellent job. Sherry, thank you. Jason, thank you. Lamar, thank you. And all the best Sunday. It sounds like it's going to be a great time. I hope I'm back in time to be able to go. I really want to go. I, I hope go so. Year. I hope Indeed. so. Indeed. Okay. And thank you, Indianapolis, for supporting this. I want to thank you in advance and thank you for allowing us to be around nine years. Yeah. Now, yeah. ten years, we're going to blow it out the park. Okay. So. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, so that's next year. Don't, don't so, forget yeah. about the show next year when you got 10, because we want to have you all on for that, too. I, absolutely. <laughs> okay. I, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All righty. We'll talk with you soon. And we'll be back with more Community Connection. Danny Bridge is our sports guy. We're going to be talking sports right after this. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we are back with Community Connection. Again, uh, Lamar Campbell, Jason Powell, uh, fantastic uh, young men. I, I, they're, they're young men. They And the, the, the ninth annual Citywide Christmas musical coming up Sunday evening um, out of Mount Carmel Church. Uh, Lamar wanted me to make sure that we emphasize to everyone because the questions remain. It is free. It is absolutely free. Absolutely, positively free. All you have to do is come uh, and enjoy yourself. And again, uh, we here at AM 1310 are proud sponsors of the annual Citywide Christmas Musical uh, hosted uh, by Lamar Campbell and the Mount Carmel Church. So um, come and enjoy yourself this Sunday starting at 6 p.m. It is absolutely free, and you are sure to have a wonderful time with this free Christmas concert. Um now it's time for speaking of having a good time, why not? Danny Bridges. Hey Danny, Danny, Danny. 
Wonder what the runner-up gets. I think it was. I think it was two hundred, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that. But Still, I know the five hundred yeah. is an accurate figure for sure. Hey. Um, okay. Well, uh, we'll see. The Pacers play the Bucks tonight. They play this afternoon. Or oh, this afternoon. At, okay. at 5 p.m. on ESPN. 5 p.m. on ESPN. Okay, well, good luck. Yeah. Good luck to them in any tournament, in any well, contest, yeah. So any contest. Yeah. I will say this, you know, I believe there are three games above 500, and that's a good thing. Uh, anything they can do to distinguish themselves after the last few seasons that they've had is a, is a positive thing. So mm-hmm. I'm not – being a downer about this in-season tournament. I just don't really understand it. But it's made for TV. They've tried to manufacture some hype. Uh, if they get the Bucks and the Lakers in the final game, which may come to pass, you do have LeBron James and Anthony Davis against, you know, Giannis yeah. and uh, Chris Middleton and, of course, Damon, uh, Damon Lillard. So that's going to be some eye candy you know, some big names, whatever you want to call it. But uh, those two teams will play each other in the regular season as well. So I don't really know what it really means for them to be playing now. But that aside, hopefully the Pacers will do well and give the fans something to be happy about. Your thoughts on the the final four for college football, the playoffs, what do you think? Well, I think that... I think the committee got it right when they put Alabama in and left Florida State out, just in terms of the four best teams. I've always wondered, though... When you've got what's called the Power Five Conference, and for those who aren't aware of what that means, that's the ACC, the Big Ten, the Big 12, the Pac-12, and, uh, you know, the Big Ten. So I I really don't understand if you've got five power conferences, uh, why in the world do you not have five slots? You can always let the number one team have a bye for the first week while the, the other four teams played. So... That's one thing that the committee has escaped up until this point. But uh, I honestly feel that, you know, this will be a good uh, championship round, for lack of a better term. I think Washington is certainly a team to be uh, reckoned with. I think they're going to beat Texas. I think they'll find a way to do it. And I also think Alabama will beat Michigan. But those are just handicapping Mm. predictions. You know, if you had six teams in this thing, You'd have Ohio State and Georgia probably in there as well. But I think you have to have at least five. That way you've got the chance of one from each power conference. And, uh, again, you can make the number one seed. Uh, they can have a bye while the other four fight it out for advancement. So Yeah, there's there, every year, every year there's talk of expanding it, you know, making it. Well, they uh, they have expanded it for next year. You're going to see more teams in the tournament. I don't know if it's going to be eight or 12. They once said 12. I think it may come back to eight. But, you know, you could you could have had a much better situation this year just by having mm-hmm. one slot per power conference. And, yeah. then, and that way you've got five teams. First, number one team gets a bye. The other four play it out in advance. But so, I, I guarantee you next year, even with whatever expansion they come up with, there's going to be talk of expansion. I'm telling well, you, that's just, college, that's, that's, that's just the nature of it. Yeah. There will be because a lot yeah. of people think they're better than they actually are. And then again, who's to say who is the best? Well, that's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's an eye test. There's optics. There's statistics. There's a lot of different ways to look at it. I watched way too much college football this year, but specifically after uh, Halloween or so, you know, I was trying to look at teams that are mm-hmm. when they were making stretch runs and what have you. Mm-hmm. And um, I do believe that 
those four teams are pretty solid as far as those choices are concerned. I think they earn their opportunity. Uh, but for Georgia to fall completely out of the playoffs at, with one loss seemed a bit strange. I, mean, I thought they might have been number four. But, uh, look, you can't have everybody when you've only got four slots. And uh, I think it'll be fun to watch. I think Alabama's going to win the whole shooting match. I just think they've been consistent and they run the ball well. And, you know, look, there's other good teams in there. That's my pick, though. I think that Alabama is going to win this thing when it's all said and done. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Bama will win the whole thing. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know who will. I just don't. I don't feel Alabama, though. But they, you know, I. Hey, who bets against Nick Saban and his, uh, his squad? Did you watch the SEC championship game? I did. Did you watch all of it? Uh, three-fourths, I guess. Well, the, the last quarter was a telltale sign in terms of how they imposed their physicality on a very physical Georgia football team. Look, I'm not a fan mm-hmm. of any of these teams per se. You know, yeah. I wear a hat or wave a pennant, but they uh, their quarterback continues to get better. Uh, look, they got a break against Auburn. Everybody knows that, but that was a heck of a pass that young man threw. You can simply say, "Oh shit!" But that was a, that was a bullet. Was that was that was that skill or luck or a combination of both? Well, because throw, I think there was a lot of luck in that one. The throw was a dagger. It was a defensive mm. down by Auburn. Is what happened. That's that's why this touchdown was scored. They couldn't they couldn't defend. Okay, okay, which, which is crazy. Yeah, that's true. One last play. Yeah. You, know, you shouldn't have anybody in the end zone open. However, yeah, that's true. You shouldn't. You're right, but, but it didn't look very open. He just made a great catch. So it'll uh, be fun to watch. Yeah. And it's a shame it takes so long to get him on the field. We're not going to see football until what New Year's mm-hmm. Eve, I guess, or something like that. Mm, so. Yeah, they they they're gonna they're yeah. gonna go into hiding for now. Uh, speaking yeah. of football, uh, <clears throat> the Colts uh, coming up, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, that was a, a pretty. Good performance by the Colts this past Sunday. Uh, Their 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 passing game had big plays. They got enough yardage out of Zach Moss. Uh, Their defense played well enough to win. I thought that the Colts probably should have won that game in regulation, but they'll take it. And uh, I think Cincinnati is going to be a challenge for them. Look, they've got a backup quarterback that played well last week. And the Colts can't go over there asleep just because mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's not in the lineup. I, I would say this. If uh, for the Colts to win, they've got to get 80 to 100 yards on the ground. Moss would probably be the main guy for that. Can't turn the football over. And uh, they've got to have a uh, mm. another controlled decision-making process emerge from Gardner Minshew. Wasn't flashy, but he did throw two nice touchdown passes. But mm-hmm. the point is, he didn't hurt them in any way, and that's that's key. Yeah, you know, yeah. it doesn't really matter how you win. If they win this game, they're going to be eight and five, and I never dreamed that. And if you look at the balance of their schedule, you know they've got Pittsburgh at home, they've got Houston at home, and they've got to play Atlanta uh, on the road, and certainly Cincinnati. And then they've got the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. So those are some winnable games. But these are the Colts. They've broken the fans' heart many a time shot themselves in the foot many a time. So nothing by any stretch of the imagination is for sure with the playoffs right now. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, the Steelers, uh, they play the Patriots tonight. Who do you like? You know, that's one I probably won't even tune into. That's, uh, <laughs> okay. I, don't have much, I don't have much interest. Uh, I don't even know where the game is at, to be honest with you. It's, at, uh, it's at Pittsburgh. Patriots okay. at the Steelers. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll take uh, the New England Patriots by two points. Okay, there we go. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's on the road at, at Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As bad as they're playing, I'll take the Patriots and the points tonight. Okay. Okay. It's not going to be. It's not going to be pretty. Pittsburgh will probably beat them, but uh, mm-hmm. what the heck? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. So, anything else, Danny? What are we forgetting? We're forgetting something. I think. Well, I'd like to talk about something that's very sensitive for a moment, if we can, because yeah. uh, right now, Buffalo Bills linebacker Von Miller is eligible to play football, and he turned himself in recently to the Dallas police over an arrest warrant for the accusation of beating his pregnant girlfriend. Now, the NFL has said until there's a formal charge, we're not going to discipline, we're not going to suspend with pay, what have you. Um, I think it's really sad commentary that this gentleman is eligible to play. I'm not saying you take his paycheck until the due process unfolds, but this was a a Class 3 felony in the state of Texas. I can't imagine how it wouldn't be higher than that, you know, being a pregnant woman, if indeed. But uh, this sends the wrong message for the NFL, for the Players Union, and for society. This gentleman should be on the sidelines until this thing is sorted out. And I would encourage all your listeners, as I do, as much as possible, to support the Julian Center here locally, who continue to provide resources and support services for battered women and their children in this community. Yeah, um, I, but I, I do see the other side, um, um, you know, because you're setting yourself up for a lawsuit, I guess, if you... Um, well, let's, you know. let's cut to the chase here. This woman had abrasions on her mm. neck, and she was pushed to the ground. Something happened there, and I wasn't there, so I can't say what it was, nor mm. can yourself, but uh, liability and accountability and respect... Those are all different types of factions involved here. But I'm not saying take his paycheck. Go ahead and let him get paid. Just keep him away from the football team until this is resolved. I think the Bills would like to do that, but I think they're kind of uh, hamstrung to some degree by the Players Union and the league itself in terms of policy. Uh, I don't see what the harm would be if someone gets their paycheck and they don't get to play. I I don't see why that's going to debilitate his career one bit. Uh, If this thing turns out, that he's found guilty, then uh, that's a whole different story. But does he ha- he I, doesn't have. Does he have any priors? I'm not sure, but all I know is a pregnant woman was pushed to the ground mm-hmm. and had abrasions on her neck. Something happened there, and enough to say, "Hey, look, we're going to set you down until this is figured out." I'm not a. I'm not the judge here, and yeah. I'm not the jury or the executor. But mm-hmm. I do believe that there's enough here with the police report and her physical condition to say, "Hey." You're going to sit down until we get this sorted out. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah. Okay, okay, Danny. Well, I appreciate your uh, your your time and everything, and I'll look for that game tonight to see if the Patriots yeah. uh, beat the Steelers. Two to, no- two to nothing, New England. There we go. Two to nothing, New England. You got it. They'll get, right. get a safety late in the game and save us the agony of an overtime. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Danny. We'll be back. Yeah, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. You too. Uh, now, no, you know what? I'm didn't look at the time. We are done uh, for the day. Got a couple of giveaways that uh, we didn't get to. Uh, so we'll have. We'll do two tomorrow. I promise you. We'll do two tomorrow. Uh, that's all the time we have for right now. Willie Moore Jr. on the radio is up next. Thank you, as always, for listening. Again, we'll talk again tomorrow. As always, please be safe and be well. I'm Tina Cosby, and this is Community Connection. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today.
Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.